Welcome everyone to another episode of Movies You Miss, the show where we get to share the stories that matter to us with one another. I'm so glad you could join us. And this week, Jason Ty, JT himself, is uh, presenting us with a movie uh, that most of us had not seen. Uh, Jason, what movie did you pick and why did you pick it? The Big Short. Um, it, was a, it was based off a major financial crisis. In 2008, based off the housing market, uh, the main characters are people who were betting against the market and found an opportunity to make millions. Uh, and it also highlighted just everyone's opinion going on during uh, the crisis and the bubble, as well as some of the aftermath of what happened. Yeah, so that's the premise of the story. Very cool. Very cool. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Uh, a reminder, as always, this podcast is rated S for spoilers, but these are older films, so you probably have seen them. Uh, I, You know what? And I haven't even welcomed you all. Welcome, everybody. Uh, uh, Riley, Kat, JT, and Daniel. I'm glad you could all be here. Um, JT, why don't you tell us a little bit, why did you pick The Big Short? I picked it because I thought it was, well, it was entertaining. And of course it highlighted a major event. Uh, I mean, Canada didn't get affected as much, but in America, a lot of people lost their homes and a lot of people didn't understand why it happened. Uh, major organizations crashed, uh, but also it highlighted like how terrible the, and corrupt the US financial system is. Um, I mean, you see it in the movie, uh, these banks prop these, uh, I guess their figures up with all these immigrants getting mortgages and taking advantage of them, charging crazy interest rates. Uh, I mean, one part of the film, this stripper has five, five mortgages, five homes. And then uh, when it all came crashing down, uh, taxpayer money went to all these big banks and then they i mean in real life they spent it on uh bonuses and vacations with the, the same taxes these poor people uh had so I, I think it just it was really important to see how corrupt the system is and it really needs change and also if you're someone uh, i mean a lot of people blamed poor people and immigrants for why this happened but it was rich people getting more rich uh so i think if you're someone who actually fought that you definitely need to see the movie. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, you all, what did you think? I mean, I, I think that was I the only person in the group that had seen the movie before? I think I was. I think uh, so. Yeah. So what did you think? A lot of it went over my head. <clears throat> to be honest, because I'm not in any way familiar with like mortgages. Like I was around when the crash happened and I just, wasn't I? Yes, I was. 2008? You were, but you, you know, that's what I'm that saying. Like, I was around when it happened. Like I know it happened. You said that like it was close. Like I was <laughs> very young when the crash happened 14 years ago. I was ago. but a wee infant. <laughs> I'm the youngest one here. Um, like, we know it happened going on in the world. It was kind of really interesting to be like, yeah, like, we can see it in the news and this is what's happening. But this movie kind of 
tried to bring it into an understanding. I'm really bad with anything like that, like math and numbers and banking, all of that. Like, I'm not saying I'm dumb. I'm just saying it's really hard. It was really hard to follow a lot of it. And they had cute like intervals where like celebrities would come in and like simplify it for you. And then I'd be like, okay, I still don't get it, but I know that celebrity. But <laughs> I'm like, ah, yes. Okay. (laughs) But, um, I was interested like watching it and just seeing like, I mean, it's not a very uplifting movie in the sense that like, you just see the full on greed of people and banks and corporations and how like a guy who's renting a house and paying his rent every single month on time with a small family becomes homeless because the person who owns the house wasn't paying the mortgage. And them having to kind of deliver that news. Um, but I did like seeing that there were, like, most of the characters were bothered. Like, Steve Carell's horribly wigged character was um, just seeing that internal struggle with what was happening with his brother and his relationship with him and the fact that he knew what was happening in order to, for him to make that money. It's nice to see that there's some people that still care, but in in reality, the, these things are happening even now in the sense that banks know what's going on. They're taking your money. They don't care. Like they'll just use you to get to a higher level and greed is a terrible thing. I feel like that doesn't make sense, but I feel like it was a good movie to watch. It did make it more accessible to understand what really happened and to see that, you know what, it's kind of like when we were watching uh, The Social Network. like the greed and the kind of mindset you have to have in business is so like me over everybody else and like crushing the little guy I guess to get higher up and get where they're going but so in that way those back-to-back really made me (laughs) love corporate America or Canada but um I did I did enjoy it yeah and men men are great (laughs) And white, white cis male. <laughs> yeah, we're a fabulous um, breed. It's uh, yeah. yeah. It was interesting. It made me think a little bit afterwards and just realize how insignificant we are <laughs> in the grand scheme of economy. Right? Like, I don't know. It was depressing, but it was good. The end. Scrap everything I said before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it really gave a good insight into how the banks work and how like you really are just a number. You really are just a person and they're setting you up to fail with like credit limits and mortgage rates. And like, I don't think they do 30 year mortgages anymore. I, oh, I don't know. I don't know about there, but we do it here. Uh, do we still do it here? Yeah. It, it's the best one. Um, but no, it's pretty crazy. And like, what did you think about like the government collabing with them, like giving them bailouts from taxes? Oh yeah, like it's disgusting. Like, imagine losing your house, and then they just take even more money from you. And then I, again, I mentioned before, all these major banks they they paid stock bonuses and vacations for these execs. Yeah, they were not affected. Not one of them. Yes, some of them lost their jobs, or like some of them did like got depression or like frustration trying to rob from the poor, but it was the people that we are 
like that, like people like us that were the most affected. And yeah, they did get bailouts. And it's like, okay, so we spend all this money paying taxes to the government. And then when they screw us over, they take the money we're paying into our taxes and give it to themselves to bail themselves out. So that was really infuriating too. Yeah, it's nuts. Cause it's like, America's so capitalistic. Like, oh, if you fail, it's your fault. Like that's a individualism. What's it called? Individualism, right? But then when they fail, they get all this help. And I'm like, I feel like that's so, it's terrible. And we did it during COVID too. Like so many airlines got bailouts that were, and they were irresponsible with their money and got stockpiles. So it, this, this, movie, this movie's still relevant today. Uh, and then, of course, we're also going through our own housing market issue. Like everything's so expensive in Ontario as well. Uh, so that, that was like another reason why I wanted to show this movie. Uh, like it's getting bad. It just, keep, it just keeps getting worse. Like something needs to be done. And it really makes you think like for someone like me that was in Canada during that time, didn't own a home, didn't have a mortgage, wasn't super affected by it because like I was renting from a friend at that time who owned a house, but it's just like, you need to be aware because all of this is happening around you and you need to kind of plug in. You can't plug into everything, but you really need to kind of go know what's going on in your country and what's going on in your province or state and yeah like they literally got bailed out and it's like you said with COVID like people were getting fired or let go and restaurants were closing and people were getting like three four hundred dollars from CERB or whatever and now half the people have had to pay back to CERB and all of the airlines and everything got bailed out it's really doesn't shed good light on how people treat each other it's corrupt. Um, also, another thing, uh, they blame poor people for this for the issue. Uh, poor people and immigrants. And I remember recently, uh, what was it? We did our, what was it, the elections again? Like Trudeau did another re-election this fall. Uh, one of the big, big things they were like, trying to get was like to ban foreign investors for our health housing market uh and i thought this is we're doing exactly a 2000 we're blaming immigrants and they're easy targets because they can't vote right um but yeah it's it's crazy it's still relevant you're literally blaming people putting them into situations that they can never get out of like they were giving mortgages to people who could never afford them and you're betting on them to fail to better your money and your better yourself you're also doing a so there's like fixed rates and variable rates the, ver- the fixed rate is you just get the same rate whatever it is for the variable rates it, it's not it'll start off low but then they can just increase it as much as they want so you're getting like eight percent on a mortgage it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars already like it, it's very unaffordable i was um kind of along the same lines of cat uh, for the majority of the movie a lot of the stuff that was going on kind of went over my head um but i found that i was kind of actually able to understand it once i sort of stopped trying to focus on what the big words and big numbers that smart people know about meant. um and sort of I, what i was sort of focused on and i was really intrigued about in the movie was the different people's 
um, reactions to sort of finding out about what was going on with the with the housing market and their um, their motives behind what they were what they were going for, whether it was um, you know just to get rich, whether it was to put their their um, I'm gonna say firm, but I know that that's the wrong word. Their sort of company on the get themselves noticed or whether it was to prove that America was Satan or whatever that one guy's plan was of who just distrusted everything. But it was really interesting, especially for, well, I know I was actually young when this happened. Um, So, and I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about the housing market now expensive that's all you need to know yeah that's that's pretty much as far as i know is that there's a lot of money there that i don't have but um but it i I think my experience of this movie can be summed up with how i explained my feelings to my mother after this movie which was um the only thing this movie did for me was make me hate america more um so, you know, just sort of seeing once again the corruption in government, the corruption in the in the finance world of how they're they're, you know, leeches just trying to get as much money as they can. And if they screw up, then it doesn't matter to them. They're they'll be fine. So everyone else, and then, you know, they move on with their day and get praised as a saint the next. So yeah, but I, I liked it. I did. Um I did not understand math, but mm-hmm. It was good. It was well, okay. They were they were just the summarizer, they were just making money off it going down. Uh, I mean that's the short, right? You're just betting it. Yeah, no, 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 no. I wasn't necessarily talking about them. I was talking about the banks and the people doing the mortgages in terms of being the leeches. Like granted, you know, no one I think Kat mentioned it, no one in this movie was by any means a good person. Um but but sort of just having the 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 confirmation on the the just absolute corruptness that has always been there, and uh, the big corporations uh, and banks in America is such a heartwarming thought. It, uh, there's there's a lot of jargon in this movie, um, and it's kind of funny because it is it is strange that we're watching this back to back with Social Network. Um, cause there's a lot of jargon in that too, but I feel like this one, the way this movie's built to me reminds me of like some sort of sideshow. Like it's a very dazzly movie. Like we're going to have the biggest cast, uh, biggest names. Um, and it, listen, you don't know what's going to, what's happening. So we're going to have Margot Robbie in a bathtub, uh, and Anthony Bourdain cooking, and he's going to they're going to explain it to you and and at the end of those scenes you you like I'll be honest I had still didn't have any idea what they were saying but I felt better about the fact that I didn't know what I was saying for some reason uh, you know Margot Robbie with a glass of champagne in a bubble bath and I'm not saying that in a sketchy way it just it it, it was like yeah all right mortgages are bad or something like it's like, that's, I admit it. I didn't have a clue what they were saying. JT will back me up. Whatever he talks about finance, 
I have to ask him to explain it to me. You know, what's that Michael Scott clip? Uh, explain it to me like I'm five. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. a five-year-old. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there is, there is no... I feel like what they said is, okay, guys, we have a lot of things that we want to talk about that no one's going to understand. So how can we entertain them while we do it? Or the average person. I'm sure anybody that's involved in, in any sort of corporate finance understood everything. It, it, like, it, social it, network, I didn't understand much of the jargon either. But again, it kept it moving and I sort of understood enough. And even though I love, that was my pick. I love social network, but the jargon is where they would lose me. It's crazy because uh, some in finance, I know tech's different, uh, but even the business stuff, it, it is a lot of jargon because they make it complicated on purpose. Like these hedge funds, these big ones, they actually lose, like most of them lose money compared to, if you're comparing it to just like a passive fund, like the uh, so you're paying these big guys to handle your money and you know they convince you oh only we can do what we can do but it's just a lot of made-up jargon even the cbds or the cdd whatever they were calling them uh it's just a bunch of funds they just squished together to make it sound fancy for other people and big institutions like it's, it's done on purpose to make you feel dumb and go oh we're smart Give us your money so we can handle it. Like, it's just a bunch of bullcrap. So I'm not alone. Yeah, it's, it's, they want you to feel dumb. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> <laughs> they did their job. <laughs> Daniel, what did you think? Well, had a good cast. <laughs> um... <laughs> And scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also understood none of it and left our, our what was a Google Meet kind of like, I still have no idea what just happened, but I'm just angry now. <laughs> I don't um, know what happened, but I'm mad. Yeah, I like that. Like, I, I there was something about houses in bubbles and uh you know suicide and i was like great um mortgage homes (laughs) sounds like something Uh, if you're you're vacationing in iceland or something like that you can you can try our bubble homes try the bubble home (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah i I there was a lot going on and that's that's what happened and yeah I honestly I I have no idea I literally <laughs> I just know banks screwed people over and somehow it was legal I guess like I just remember like them saying like oh yeah like people lost like their pensions their 401ks and like did those people ever get their money back and if they did how is that legal like how can they just not get their money back so yeah 
it's just not. That's like the financial institution in America. So it was perfectly legal. Everything they did. Um, and the reason why they lost their money is because, uh, let's say a hedge fund is managing your pension, uh, like whatever, maybe it's the teacher's pension, police pension, whatever. They'll buy these CBDs, uh, like, and CBDs are just mortgages packaged together. Like living people, they have to pay into it and it's the interest. So if you're a hedge fund, you buy it and it sells. Uh, whoever's money you had, which was the pension, is just gone. And it's perfectly legal. Like they just mis they mismanaged it, but I mean you gave them your money to manage and you knew the rest, so it's just gone. Uh, <laughs> like what? Yeah, billions That's... of dollars. Oh my gosh. I, I feel think like desperate. Sorry, go Ryan. I said, I feel like we were definitely the best group of people to show this finance movie to. <laughs> That's why I cut a hole in my mattress and I shove all my money in there. But don't tell anyone. But honestly, like, why not do that? Because if you think about it, Canada's just as bad. Did they not just allow governments to freeze bank accounts of people who supported the trucker movement? Like, so uh, now they have the ability to bring in this thing where the government can just freeze your bank account. Like you're done. You're not getting any of this money. So I'm starting to kind of understand why people do everything in cash and why people are cutting holes in mattresses and freezing their like money in their like houses. That sucks because you have to do the banking system, right? You yeah. But like you should have a backup of cash. I'm going to start being one of those like... No, oh Doomsday preppers. That sucks because <laughs> if you do that, it's gonna lose money for inflation. Inflation has been crazy. It's eight percent, right? This year, it's nuts. And then you're not building your credit if you just pay cash. You have no history, and then you're not investing your money either, so it won't grow. So you have to play. It sucks because you have to play their their stupid game unless you go all in on crypto. But like. I, I don't. And I didn't even understand this movie with Brad Pitt in it. I'm not doing crypto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Brad Pitt can't explain things to me, <laughs> Ryan Gosling can't explain things to me, and Michael Scott in it, his wig from that I think he brought from the office uh, <laughs> costume department. But it is bad. Like Canada's freezing your accounts. Like everyone's like, "Oh, America sucks. America sucks." But Canada's can be just as freaking sneaky. And people are desperate. People come here. They want a home for their families. They're offered all of these competitive rates. Like, they depend on people who are in need to step on and move up. Yeah. Have you guys ever been pressured by your bank's financial advisor to be like, hey, put your money here. Put your, give me some of your money. The second you walk into a no. college campus, they're all there trying to give you credit cards. I went into credit card debt my first year of university because they were like, we'll give you a free cell phone with this credit card. Don't worry. It's there's no annual fees. And I had bad credit for a lot of my life. I'm just building up my credit now at 41 because they're always right there. Oh, you'll get a free iPad if you sign up for this. Oh, you'll get like in 2000, the co a cool new cell phone. 
that ended up like putting me in debt. They're always out there offering stuff. Oh, it's the worst. And it's like 20% interest a year. Exactly. I, I, it is true. I, I, you know, I said, I don't really understand the, the jargon and, and whatnot. I did like this movie. Uh, I like this movie because um, of one scene. Like I will, I think I said this when we were watching it. I really, I really don't like anyone in this movie. Like there was nobody that I could cling to that I sort of liked. Like even in Social Network, at least we had uh, uh, Andrew Garfield's character. I can't remember his name, but like there isn't anybody. Uh, you know, sort of Steve Carell, but even that, like it just, I was really bothered by the fact that they're betting on failure to make money. It's the one scene, though, that makes the film that really gets my, gets me is the scene where Brad Pitt is talking with the the two young guys, and they just make the big deal, and they're like jumping up and high fiving and all this stuff, and he goes, "Why are you cheering? Because you you all the money you just made was on the backs of poor people, people losing their jobs, people are now homeless, people can't feed their families." Um, and, 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 and it put the whole thing in perspective and I was like, okay, now I'm on board with this because that one scene put into context, the fact, two things, first of all, um, that greed is pervasive and everybody was trying to step on each other, but also that greed comes with a cost and the film knew it. The film wasn't asking us necessarily to celebrate uh, with those guys, other than the fact that those guys weren't as bad as the other guys. Um, so I, I don't know. I really liked that about the film. That was something I thought was really, really interesting. It's, it's pretty nuts. And then what, what was the line? Uh, when the unemployment goes up 1%, 40,000 people die. Yeah. And then, not the rest, but yeah, it's not good. Uh huh. Any, <laughs> As we all sit here and, and mourn the rest of well, the, the world, the giant turd, everybody. These two were not maybe the best to put back to back. Just corporate greed and please okay. oh, make a happier film, please. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because I almost showed Wolf of Wall Street, which is the other side of the greed. It's the people in it and being corrupt. But like that movie glamorizes finance in the most corrupt ways. So I want to ask, was there any part of you that was like, oh my God, these guys are geniuses. I want to work in finance. Like this is great. I want to be a part of that. Because Wolf of Wall Street and a lot of finance movies have done that. Like, there's like, you go on Reddit right now, there's over 12 million people in a subreddit called Wall Street Bets. All of them love finance uh, and they love Wolf of Wall Street unironically. So, was there any part of this movie that was like, oh man, I want to get more into investments or finance or anything like that? I don't know. I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So don't want to like I couldn't live with myself right like it's it takes a certain personality I think and it's not a bad personality but like 
Well, they, they always say, okay, so they say for every hundred people that you pass by on a street, one of them is a psychopath. And psychopaths and sociopaths aren't always murderers, right? And they say a lot of psychopaths are, or sociopaths, I believe, are working in big business, right? Because you have to have that, like, no guilt. Like, I come first. There's no uh, empathy in that thing. And some those people are great businessmen, right? Or businesswomen, business people. It, sociopaths you, are gender neutral. Come on, Catherine. Right? Like, you can be whoever you want to be. Anyone can be a sociopath. There are no boundaries. Dream big, everybody. Dream big. Dream big. You, too, could be a sociopath. <laughs> but you have to have that mentality. That always has the best quotes on the right. podcast. You, too. If you just believe. <laughs> and get into crypto, apparently. Um, I'm a collector. I feel like... I just feel like I don't want to be... Ugh, I don't want to be them. I just want to have their bank accounts. True. If that makes any sense. Like you want to steal from the rich. Yeah. I agree. You know, I think I it's interesting because I agree with I well, I mean this has never been said before. I agree with everything Catch has said. Um gasp. <gasps> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Recorded. No. <laughs> but no i it's funny like watching it i mean i can't i imagine that anybody would love to have the big score like make an investment that pays off really big or or play the lottery numbers and have it pay up like i mean that's i can't imagine anybody not being excited about that and i so there's a certain sense of joy in the film of yeah there's people that you want them to be right like you say does any part of you think that they're they're geniuses? Yeah, yes, there is. There's a part of me that says that they are. Uh, you know, to see uh, Batman sit there on his computer and catch onto this thing uh, two years before it happens, and you know, push all his chips in and, and wing. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, uh, that's what he does. Um, I would hope that I would. Like, I don't, man, I don't know. They're, as soon as I say that, like you said, like, sure, I'd want their bank account. But at the same time, like, the consideration uh, or the lack of consideration, I should say, on their part is staggering. And I would hope that I would have more sense than that. But, I mean, you get wrapped up in this stuff. Like, it's their world. Um. But it is hard to watch. Yeah. I feel kind of the same. Like, as much as I would love to say that I would never be that type of person, no matter the amount of money I had, I, I feel like, you know, if, like, in, in some future I had gotten into finance and I noticed, you know, like, oh, you know, JT has been selling people like sketchy stuff and I'm going to bet against him. I'm going to bet against him. And if I win, then I get all his money and, you know, maybe, you know, he might be homeless, but 
whatever. I feel like I realistically would do that. Like, you're a jerk. You know? <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Just JT out of nowhere. Continue, Riley. Well, no, like I'm just saying, like as much as I would love to say, and I, I would, I, I am more than happy to sit here and say that, you know, like I am a perfect person and I would never hurt other people for my own personal gains. I feel like if I was in that world or I had a, opportunity to be in that world and have that amount of money and you know i would know that i wouldn't have to worry i feel like i would well jokes on you because i'll just get a bailout from your (laughs) (laughs) yeah take that or maybe you'll be that one poor banker who had to go to jail while the rest got paid I felt kind of bad for that guy at the end, the one, one singular guy. banker. <laughs> actually we, found, we found our sociopath in this group. <laughs> <laughs> who, Cat? <Kat>, who? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel. You know, I just, I, I, I saw that and I had, I laughed because I'm thinking about how that guy must feel looking at all of his colleagues getting bailouts and getting bonuses and he's like being carted off. I think he actually never went to jail. Oh, well. Ended on him though, but he was able, like no one, out of all the people, they depended on him, but I think he's fine now, to be honest. Like, there was like pretty much no rep- repercussions from what happened from 2008. Fair enough. Yeah, I know. But imagine he was just like the janitor. He was what? He was just the janitor or something. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He's, He's just trying to feed his kids, man. He's just trying <laughs> to feed his kids. Now he's in prison serving consecutive life sentences. Um. Yeah, it, you know, it, it also goes to show too when you say it like that. Like, I think it shows how much uh, I, we point the finger at the U.S., but any major major country uh, is built on the back of the banks. You know, like I don't think I realized that until you know I was much older because I've, I was completely naive. But I mean, the idea that uh, the banks affect, I just thought it was a place you kept your money. I thought it was essentially the mattress. It was the mattress, right? Oh, I'll just put my money in here and you're, you're going to hold it. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then when I want some, you'll give me some. Uh, but now, I mean, it's, so, it's such a complicated system. So you have these people getting off and, um, and, 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 and bailouts partially because the, the, they need that to survive. Like, no matter how corrupt the, the system no. may have been. No? By the way, they went on vacations and did huge stock uh, bonuses the next year when they got the bailout. They never needed it. I would, yeah. I would argue they wouldn't. No, 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 no. The country, because the country is built on it. So if they may be corrupt and having built it, but whether or not it is, it's still propping up the country. 
And I, I think that's why they would get the bailout is because you need to, the government's thinking, well, we better keep this thing afloat, even though it's, you know, getting eaten away by a termites okay. underneath. No, you're right. Um, and they knew, they know that, which is why yeah, they... the, they're, they're taking advantage. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, like the whole system is uh, like, okay. So, so JT, how would you fix it? Okay, I would say just let them fall. Honestly, like let them get a. If it's true capitalism, let them fall, and let whatever bank that was responsible remain. Uh, they did something similar happened with uh, like airlines. They were doing they were doing stock buyouts and buybacks during uh, before COVID, and then when it crashed. And like the stock market tanked, they had no money left over because they spent it all buying their stock back. And then they got bailed out. Um, I would say just let them crash. And what, whoever was responsible, they can stay. And then any customers that came from the crashing bank can get absorbed from uh, one that was financially responsible. That's what I would do. Okay, could you? Uh, if you're not going to do that, Hmm? What? Sorry. I said, could you explain that to me with a picture of Margot Robbie in a bubble bath with a glass of champagne? <laughs> if if you don't do that, then you make it government ran. That's a, that's a, another way to do it. You make it what? You make it government ran. You don't make it for profit. You don't make it uh, oh capitalist in any sense. That that would be the other way to do it. Um, so no stock. No huge bonuses. Uh, it it is just a government-ran uh, facility where you can store your money money safely. Uh, and if you do that too, uh, and depending on how many, if it's all one government, uh, then you, can, you don't even have to do your taxes, right? They'll just know your information. Information. Uh, yeah. So that's how I would fix it. I would just start an OnlyFans. I think that it was a, it was well done depressing but it makes you feel smart to watch it so if you're out there and you want to be like yeah I got everything in this movie you didn't get it that's weird <laughs> you should watch this movie <laughs> even if you don't understand it you should say that <laughs> yeah that's what I would do oh you didn't get it it's so easy come on I'd explain it, but I don't want to waste my time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All you need is Anthony Bourdain. That's who, that's, once, just get him there, and I forget what he was doing, but he was sitting He was there. making soup out of the extra fish. That was it. That's it. He's like, soup. I, what? They changed the menu. So now I have all this fish, but it's still good. So I'll just put it in a soup. And I was like, <laughs> I guess this is mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> I like listening to your voice adapt there. So I'll just put <laughs> it in the soup. It's soup now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, got it. My taking notes, mortgages equals soup. <laughs> All right. I, just uh, one, uh, one thing I wanted to say about this. Uh, you know, we were talking about like, like all of these corrupt people that are in the banking, but unfortunately the sort of, sort of what, what you see is that, or at least what I've seen is that it's almost as if you can't be in this 
industry or an industry like this without being corrupt. Like you see it like, like now still you see every, almost every other day, it feels like you're hearing about another, like, Oh, I am an at home businessman being arrested. There was that, that, that guy on TikTok who went viral for saying that girls shouldn't have Instagrams when they're in relationships he yeah. just got arrested for human trafficking and he was like, what? oh, I have a self-belt. Yeah, he had got arrested for, for human, human trafficking. trafficking. Yeah, but he was a, once again another one of those I am an at-home millionaire. And it's like, well, now we know. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it's hard. It, it's It feels like what it looks like, it looks like it's almost impossible to be in a in a corporation like this or in a world like this without being dirty. See, I don't, I don't want to believe that. Like I, I, I'm now in that, you know, well, maybe in a, in the like, world, like the banking system, but I mean, there's got to be good in there or does there, I don't know. It feels like there's, there's got to be somewhere. I don't want to believe, I mean, maybe that's naive to say, I mean, if the system is corrupt, the system is corrupt, but I don't want to believe that everybody sucks. Um, They're very corrupt right now. Um, I mean, like, what is it? Doug Ford made 50, over 50 million during this pandemic. Uh, In America, Nancy Pelosi is a major politician Never got paid more than 200k a year. Has a net worth of over a hundred million dollars. How she goes so good at picking stocks? It's obviously insider trading. Uh, it's very corrupt. There's really only one way to try to fix this: is you have to vote. You have to like vote for the right people and try your best. Because like nothing's gonna change if you don't try to do something about it. And that's like a good free way to do it. So you want to vote. Um, it is sad because like you wish like this could change and you could do more. Um, unless you get into politics or you become one of these people, like you can't really do that much about it. Yeah. It feels impossible like to do anything about It, it's oh, it hurts my soul, it really does. Um, well, this was a fun pick. There's uh, <laughs> a social network. That's true. That's true. There, there's an alternate reality where we watch Wolf of Wall Street, and mm-hmm. one is like loving finance now, like. <laughs> cocaine and strippers. I it's need a, a yacht. <laughs> In multiverse. That's another way, reason why I feel like this movie was good is that it doesn't glorify like this like type of way of making a living, right? Like there was a lot of stress on a lot of people, and it was really affecting Michael Scott. <laughs> 
you know, and like just the morality of it, you saw a little bit of that and like the stress and stuff. Like it did not make me want to go out and get a job. Like if I had say watched Wolf of Wall Street, I can't remember it, but it did not make me celebrate finance. (laughs) There were no yachts. No, you're right on that. There was no cocaine and like, hot women it was just a very stressed out middle-aged person maybe that's why i identify with (laughs) (laughs) so another great pick and yet we all said we pretty i think pretty much we all said we liked it so Um, oh i mean did we fair enough you didn't like it daniel i don't so i thought it was more needed to watch just because like it was a big event. We're still in it. Like it's, we're we still in the corrupt system. And I feel like it's a, the social network. Like watch a documentary on it. Yeah. In the sense that, like, it was done well and whatever. But like, if you want to learn about the real stuff, watch a doc. Don't just watch Justin Timberlake. Okay. I don't know. My brain's not very specific that. to Justin Timberlake there, but okay. I, he's the only one I could remember from the social network. Well, okay. Well, that having been said, is this a movie worth missing? I feel like although I did like it and I would watch it again, I feel like arguably I would say that this is a movie that you could miss. Um, you know, if you're not one who is big on finance or one that is big on, you know, the world is a giant steaming pile of poo, you know, I feel like this is a movie that you're really, you you might not enjoy. Um, and I feel like it's a movie that isn't necessarily one that you should see. Granted, there is an argument to be made in the fact that, you know, the housing market crash in 2008 was a really big thing for not just America, but also surrounding countries. Once again, I feel like, you know, it's a movie that I could have gone without seeing, and I feel like my life would not be any worse, but I did still really enjoy it. Let me ask this. Did you guys, um, at the very least, learn something? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No. (laughs) I understood none of it. Did you understand corporate greed? I but I already knew about that though, so I didn't (laughs) learn about it from the movie. I guess that's true too. I I think okay. There's a lot of people. I guess it's more America. We're more I guess I don't want to say woke, but a little bit more woke. But I know America is very individualistic. There's a lot of people that would say, hey, 2008, that was because of poor people and immigrants. That, that was their fault. We lost our home. Uh, us hardworking white people. Like, like, this is a movie I think is very needed to, and to expose like, how corrupt the system is. Um, but I, I can see why, like, some of you are like, oh, I already knew it was crappy, I guess. But, I mean, I, I would say it's not a mess. Like, 
it is definitely something you need to see. And then if you are, I guess, if you are more on the American side, like, oh, yeah, like, anyone can make it. The system isn't stacked against you. If you're poor, you can be rich very easily. Like you just got to work. Uh, you definitely need to see it. But even then, it does give you, like, an explanation on current events as well. Uh, so I would say it's not something you should miss. And what the heck is this? Cat Daniel, is it worth missing? I feel kind of like the way, like, Riley explained it. Like, it was interesting. It was full of awesome big-name actors and actresses. And it was interesting to watch. Would I watch it again? Probably not. But not because I think it was bad. It's just not my type of movie. Uh, But I did get a reminder of corporate greed. (laughs) I'm just always like, watch the documentary on the collapse of the (laughs) housing market. But it was, I don't know. I'm going to give this a... Um, I don't know. I mean, like, (laughs) I didn't really like it because I didn't understand any of it. So I didn't find it enjoyable. Now, I don't think it was supposed to be enjoyable. Like, I hope nobody left being like, woo, bank. Be a mortgage broker. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know. Here comes the money! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it it had a good cast, and it was written well, I think. Um, So, I don't know. I I kind of agree. Like, if you really want to learn about the stock market crash, or whatever... (laughs) Whatever crashed. Whoever car crashed, like... I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I would just say go watch a, a documentary. That way you're getting <laughs> all of the actual facts without, like, you know, it, it being a movie. Like, that makes no sense. But to me, it does. If you a documentary, then, then it won't be, you have to be a movie. Like, because this is, like, based off of the whatever... So it's like, yeah, there's a bunch of facts, but they also throw in some extra stuff that may not be exactly factual. So yes. I'm kind of like, if I am like, oh, do you know what? I want to learn about the about the 2008 America's burning up, whatever. I'll I'll watch a documentary that way. You know, I'm actually getting all of the facts, and I know everything that I'm hearing about and seeing is what happened. Whereas with this movie. I know most of it's true, but there are some things where I'm like, oh, did that actually happen? Was the head of this, you know, company, did his brother actually commit suicide? Like, you know, I don't know if that was all true or not. Yeah. So I feel I'd rather just, I also feel like documentaries do a better job at explaining stuff as well. So I feel like when they're going through being like, you know, this is what happened. This is that, this is that. They're going to explain it better than what happened in the movie, even though it was cool to see, like, you know, Margot Robbie, Selena Gomez, whoever, like, you know, do those little, this is what this is, you know, I don't know. So I think it's kind of one that you can miss, 
if you look at the cast and you're like, oh, I love a lot of these people, then sure, you know, go ahead, watch it. I don't care. I'm not going to, you know, steal all your money. But uh, for me, it's, I, I'll, I probably won't watch it again. And I'm not like, yeah. Ooh. I respect it as a pick. I think JT brought it forward as a really good like example and I understand and like totally get where he's coming with it so but I yeah yeah I'm of the same mind like it, it was a good movie I know why JT brought it forward and I would a hundred percent agree with anyone who wanted to argue that it was a movie that you shouldn't miss and I understand why they would say that but for me I don't know Ugh, you guys saw Wolf of Wall Street. You guys need <laughs> cocaine right now. He's <laughs> just like face covered in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing ever! <laughs> I, uh, I remember when I podcasted on this when it first came out and I, and I believe at that point I said uh, I gave it a screen it. Um... And, and I, I, you know, watching it again, I would still say that. Um, I don't know if I would give it an urgent, you cannot miss this movie, but I did like it. I actually do like the film. I like Adam McKay's uh, writing style. Um, he's got a, he's, he, he manages to make the film have some pop to it. Uh, yeah, that's definitely true. I like the style. I like the style. So even though we talk about the content, we're talking about the specifics we didn't understand, but we sort of under, we, I understood enough or thought I understood enough to be, to be entertained and actually feel like I, I, you know, horrified at, at the way the system works, but it's very complicated. So it, it's a tough job to make that accessible for people like me that just don't understand it. So I, you know, I liked it. I'm okay with, I'm okay with giving it a, uh, giving it a watch and and I think it's worth recommending it is it isn't a movie that makes you feel good about the world I think we've established that yeah don't watch it on a down day <laughs> have some cocaine have some cocaine first and then watch it. that's the wrong movie hey wrong so movie. checklist from cat is to start <laughs> an only fans and do cocaine well how are you gonna support your cane habit without an only <laughs> You gotta think smart, Riley. <laughs> the opinions Catherine expresses are not indicative or endorsed. By They're 100 percent endorsed by Steve Norton, as he has known me for 20 years and knew that these would be coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I knew what I was getting myself into. <laughs> um, well, stay tuned for next week when we watch a documentary about. <laughs> it is. It, you know what? It's your week. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, next. Stay tuned for next week. Cat is going to bring us. Cat uh, is going to bring us her pick for a movie not to be missed, and I'm looking forward to finding out what that will be. Um, thank you, the all. imposter. The imposter. Oh, is that the doc? Yes. Interesting. Is that actually it? What? Is that actually going to be it? Yeah. Oh well, there you go. We don't have to wait. Uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> If you're not interested in that movie, you don't even have to tune in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a documentary about a boy who disappears. Tune in anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you everyone for being a part of it and thank you for listening. And uh, as always, um, I always get as always I get it wrong is what it is. Um, it's not the movies you miss. What it's the movies that matter to you. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's you. I think it's just it's. I don't think it's to you at the end. It's not about the movies you miss. It's about the movies that matter to you. I don't think it's to you. At the end. <laughs> I think that matters. It's not about the movies that. It's not about the movies you miss. It's about the movies that matter. <laughs>